How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, man. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon and happy Football Friday! (laughs) Yes! Dusty Hara, Danny Morang with you. On this uh, little sprinkly uh, football Friday. Ooh, public service announcement. First rain of the year. If you are new to the region, uh, this is your public service announcement. Stay in the right lanes. (laughs) Let Oregonians and Washingtonians do their thing in the left lane. Uh, (laughs) If you are new to the region, please kindly move to the right. Just understand that when you hit your brakes right now, you are going to slide. Yeah, yeah. It's Give a yourself different. room and check your wipers. That's right. Give your, yeah, that's right. Check it has not your, rained in six months. Check those, and the, the roads will be a little bit more slick, even yes. for the vets out there. All, all, all the oil buildup in the world. Oh, yeah, say, that is very true. I say all of this knowing full well if some jackhole is going to be in the left lane going 55 because he's white-knuckled it and, and he hydroplaned for the first time in his life. It, it, well, the first time it happens, you it's it's an adventure. You go, whoa, whoa. But the pucker factor of the real hydroplane. Nobody told me about that. Is is one of the wilder experiences the first couple times you do it. You realize, but because there's this like false sense of security when you're driving a vehicle of you forget how big and fast your your vehicle is and, and how fast you're moving. And how little control you have once you go, whee! Uh-huh. And you go, that's a real quick reality check on, uh-oh. So be, be, be safe out there. Be smart out there. But uh, we, we are going to have our first real rains in quite some time. It's hoodie weather, man. I, like, I've been kind of dabbling with it. I threw on pants today. You did. I wore pants. This actually may be the first time you've actually worn pants. Uh, the show. pants. But you've worn sweats, but you've had like the legs pulled up yep. on them like LL Cool J. I, well, I, I go both legs. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I go both Here's the thing. I, I you'll, you'll even even now mm. I I pull. Mm. I don't think like things tight yeah. on my wrists or my ankles. Okay. Yeah. Even my watch, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Suk has uh, has told this story several times because it's one of the reasons why um, he he has an affinity for my father. But I remember as a kid, my dad my dad has been rocking the Belichick sleeves my entire life. 
Like he, the cutoffs. He, he would take, he'd get a sweatshirt and he would cut them off at the elbow. Mm. And he's been doing that because, I mean, like, there's one part, um, he's an animal. Uh, two, there's function to is it. Is that he is, he's like working a grill, you know, yeah. at, at the restaurants and stuff. But he would say, the sleeves get in the way of my business. I remember him telling me that as a kid, and I was like, huh. All right, it, it, it makes sense. And so when he first saw Belichick, I, I remember how excited the phone call was. Uh, hey, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> and he was right. He's been doing that since like the 80s. The cutoff sweatshirts have been my dad's look because he, did, he doesn't like stuff on his wrists. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. And it, what's interesting about this is the you know, being in the military, the, you, you would think having long sleeves, like you want to roll your sleeves up because you're hot. Mm. Well, it turns out, you actually want your sleeves down because it keeps you cool when it gets up to like 110, 112. It's actually like a layer of protection. <laughs> Clothes work mysteriously when it gets that hot. Yes. Also, when you catch a hot brass okay. on your bare skin, yep. right on the inside of your forearm, mm-hmm. it will wake you up mm. e-freaking immediately. Mm. So that long sleeve, it's there for protection too. <laughs> I remember because I used to roll my sleeves up all the time. And I, I went through firing drill, and I got, like, three of them in a row Ooh. just just sitting right on the inside of my forearm. I was like, good God. Goodness gracious. And, so of course, our, our uh, line leader just kind of looked at me mm. like, yeah, that's why you have your sleeves down, stupid. All right. Uh, we are both here and in studio. Uh, contrary to uh, reports at about 3.02 p.m. yesterday, I, I don't have the COVIDs. Neither do I. I tested positive or negative, negative, negative. I was positively negative. Yeah, uh, the last the last person in my family uh, to get it got to it. get it got it, and it's my wife. And we've been testing like crazy. My wife, my kids, and I because last year, a year ago, we all got it, and she didn't. And she was like touting, "No, oh, I just might, must not get it." Blah, 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 blah. Guess who's got it now? <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah, I mean, and if she's gonna do it a year later. I mean, so, it was a year. Well, I mean, she picked a, a good time. She picked soup weather. Mm. Yeah, uh, she's not excited about it, though, mm. because she was – okay, so college game day is going to be at, at Oregon-UCLA. Where's she going to go? My wife does not care. She does not give two S's about any of, you know, work stuff or going yeah. on. Like she does, She's like, college game day is coming to town, and she, she is – she made signs. Her and her friend made oh, signs. Oh, no. They wanted to go because – they're big Pelotoners, and Jess Sims, who is the hot on yeah. College Game Day now, she's a Peloton instructor, not just a Peloton instructor, like my wife's favorite Peloton instructor. And that was the only reason. Like, I've never seen her so excited for something. Like, she doesn't get excited over celebrities or anything like that. Like, this is her celebrity, is Jess Sims of College Game Day and Peloton fame. And we watch College Game Day in the morning now. Now it's not like a. Ugh. She's like, "Where's Jess?" <laughs> like I don't know. She's got a segment coming up. There she is. I see her. Yeah, she's on TV. She does this. Like she gets super excited over and like this was going to be her chance. She, like she made like signs that I was like, I, I, I had to tell her. I was like, "You're borderline restraining order." <laughs> so this may be for the best of, in our relationship. That you know. 
you don't get God to go down to game ways. Day. Like you may have been yeah. cuffed and stuffed and hauled away <laughs> <laughs> because you're fangirling over Jess Sims a little too much. What's interesting about this, speaking of the of the crossovers, my wife is a big Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise fan, and Jesse Palmer is the host of the show. Mm. And I, you know, I, I walked <laughs> wow. out there and I was like. Oh, Jesse. She's like, you know who that is? You don't really watch the show. I mean, go. I mean, go. You mean the former quarterback, yeah, quarterback. and host on college, uh, not college kickoff on ESPN. Yeah. And then I was like, and studio analyst he calls games, yeah, and calls games. She's like, what? I go, yeah, no, he's gorgeous, and he's a former quarterback. Yeah, yeah no, that's 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 the thing. Hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm comfortable saying it's, it's a handsome man. He's a, a devilishly yeah. handsome man. Yeah. So, uh, no, we are we're all good. Me and the kids. We we've we've been uh, doing the whole testing thing, and you know that is all that is is just bribery. Okay, I gotta shove this thing up your nose again. Uh, yeah, you can watch TV. Yeah, you'll have candy in the morning. I don't care. Just let me get this thing. Just worth it. Let me get this swab, and then you get in and out. Why have like we not advanced to any other testing yet? I don't know, but I would we I, because we thought we were d- done with it all. But uh, I'm negative, man. So I'm just cleaning, wiping things down all over the place here. So I'm here on a football Friday, and I can't wait, for goodness sakes. This is our first, like, weekend where we have football weather to go with our football. And I can't be more excited about the slate that we have because, look, we got two. Oregon-UCLA goes without saying. It's the top ten matchup. It's the first top ten matchup of Pac-12 teams in six years. It's the first time. God, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, since UW, I believe it was UW Stanford is the last top 10 matchup that we had in 2016. And then it's the first top 10 game at Otson since 2010. So it's been, God, has it really been that? That's, (laughs) or no, it may have been UW Colorado was the last PAC 12 one, the PAC 12 championship game. Uh, UW Colorado was last top 10. Colorado was, was viable then. They had one. They had Mike McIntyre yeah, had a good year. year. Here's what happens: Colorado gets a new head coach. He comes in. He went right away, and then they suck. Mike McIntyre did it. Mel Tucker did. It. Well, Mel Tucker got out before he could suck. Yes, now he true. just went now to Michigan State and took that mojo yeah. with him. Uh, um, Carl Durrell. Is it like a barrel ground thing? Is that is that what we're dealing with? Ooh, you might be onto something. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, like, maybe. Like the mojo is is pretty like straightforward. Yeah, but. I digress. We have that game, which we will uh, break down inside, outside, upside down, because uh, this test is, is is a lot more tough on Oregon's offensive line than I think a lot of people are, are, are giving credit to. Um, so we'll talk about all things Oregon-UCLA today, but how about this one? A win for the Beavs, and they're going bowling. It's weird. It's almost uh-huh. like the whole idea of like them panicking. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. And eight wins is still very much on the table for them. Yeah. Look, it, think about this. They win this weekend. Eight wins is right there for you to just grab it by oh. the short and hairies. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. For all you B fans out there, it, it, Oregon may be ranked 10th in the country, but if if you if Oregon State wins – and the Ducks lose, the Beavs are bowl eligible before Oregon and have a better record than Oregon. <laughs> They'd be six and two, and Oregon Holy would be five and two. Crap. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
So, I mean, think about these things. Like, I mean, this is why it's an exciting weekend in, in college football. And B fans, you got Colorado. <laughs> think about this. This is, you, you've, this got, is what, you've got Colorado, now, which you in should. In conference, they would not be ahead of Oregon, no. but overall yeah. record. But you've got Colorado, which you should take care of. You have two scary games left, Washington and Oregon. But Cal, Arizona State, they should win both those games. Yeah. They should win both those games. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that, if if you're saying that those are those are winners, because the only one of those is on the road at Arizona State, mm-hmm. if you get a coin toss, if you get a coin toss at either Washington or at home against Oregon, mm-hmm. which I don't think either one of those are coin tosses, but no. if you steal, no. are you talking about if you win the coin if toss? You, yeah, if you steal <laughs> one of those games, you have a nine-win team. There you go. See, um, so we've got a lot of football that we need to get to. We also have a little basketball sprinkled in here as well. And um, maybe, maybe a tiny bit of baseball, a tiny bit. And, and no, it's not uh, Alex Bregman just dropping bombs over the fence again. Not hitting the most home runs ever in postseason for a third baseman. Uh, I'm not going to mention that. Yeah, no, not going to. I won't do that. No, no. It, it actually, there's an injury that should give Yankee fans a lot of hope. Um, and it's actually probably pretty hilarious to a lot of people. It, it, to everyone outside that organization. It's not is. to me, but mm-hmm. it's pretty. It, Actually, undeniably, the way that this injury happened, which could be a significant injury to the Astros, is undeniably funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we will get to that at some point. But where we got to start this bad boy? Let's get this show on the road, shall we? Uh, who is this game bigger for tomorrow? Oregon or UCLA? Danny Dusty on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh oh. Oh my yeah. god. 
You are my fire and the one desire belief when I say I want it that way. This is a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Uh, brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Can't reach <laughs> Yes! Yes! Oh, wow. You know, it, it is a Yacht Rock Friday uh, for Jeff Rust. Yeah, I had to sacrifice one of my comebacks for this. But you know what? If there is well Mr. Yacht Rock, it's Mr. Lake Oswego himself, Jason Swigard. So, oh, the Swag Street Boys. <laughs> Paying off his bet. Let's go. It's beautiful. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's tremendous. He, yeah. He's the songbird of our generation. Shout out Swag. Yeah. No no yeah. longer a bet. No, no longer a bet, Welcher? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This time? Sure. At least for this bet. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Was he just training all that time? Did he go and get, like, vo- voice training? Is that what? I mean, clearly. That's God. what it sounded like to me. Clear- clearly. <laughs> clearly. All right. Uh, 503-250-1080. That is a fan text sign. Uh, let, we're getting this Football Friday going with an absolute massive game in the Pac-12. Uh, to be honest, there have not been a lot of top 10 matchups in the Pac-12. Um, historically, literally, we just ran down how long it's been. Well, it's it's been since 2016. There have only been 14 top 10 matchups since the year 2000. Really? In the year 2000. What a great bit that was on Conan. Yeah. Um, then, let's see. Back in 2000, you had number five, Oregon, at number eight, Oregon State. Uh, and I think that you've had... Oregon has been a part of eight of the 14 since the year 2000. So most of this them. is their ninth since the year 2000. Yeah. Uh, the last one was the Pac-12 championship game in 2016. Number nine, Colorado against number four, Washington. Uh, and then you go back to shoot uh, 2014. Um, you had a top 10 matchup in the Pac-12 championship game of number eight, Arizona against number three, Oregon at that time. So, I mean, it's been, it's been quite some time since you've had a game, not a, uh, conference championship game too, because that was also 2016 Stanford number seven against number 10, Washington, um, in Seattle. It's been a really long time. You don't, you don't see him very often in the Pac-12 and that I think going back to even before that. Uh, I think James Crepia of the, of the Oregonian, he had in, uh, a little blurb that since 1986, there's only been 18 top 10 matchups in Pac-12 play. That's just so wild. Slash like, Pac-10. I, I, as you run down the list, it, it, it does feel like it's only been when there's been a legit power. It's been yep. USC, then it's been Oregon, and yep. you had Stanford kind of slotted in between. Washington had their couple years. Mm-hmm. When there's been one, there's been other good but not great teams in the conference. Most of these matchups over the last 20 years are Oregon and Stanford, um, and then a couple of Oregon and USC's mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it should be noted in these top 10 matchups, the home team is 10 and 1. <laughs> Jesus. That bodes well. <laughs> 
I mean, like yeah. I said, I I I I I'm, think I'm leaning. I think UCLA. I think in a neutral site, UCLA wins. But I think at Oregon, it's it's. Oregon handles well, and that's this is a massive game for both these programs. But uh, I asked a question before the break: Which program benefits the most from a win? Which game is this bigger for, or which program is this bigger for, Oregon or UCLA? Because you can make a very, very—I mean, it's a top ten matchup, and you are the two unbeaten teams yes. in conference play in the Pac-12 still, and you're fighting for relevancy in the conference. But if you're looking at the programs itself. Which one benefits the most from a win? And the, for me, and then this will probably irritate some Duck fans, but I think it's UCLA because they are undefeated, undefeated. <clears throat> if they win That's this true. game, they have they have the clearest path. They win this game, they should theoretically be in the Pac-12 title game and have a shot in the college football playoff if they run the table. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a world that exists where Oregon runs the table and gets the nod. I know that the one lost Pac-12 team has never – Made it in there. Yeah. I wonder if this would be the year because that Georgia taste Wait, can't get taken out of their mouth. One lost Pac-12 teams yeah. have gotten in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, twice. That, that's what I'm saying. The only they, two times we've gotten in. That's what I'm saying yeah. is that I know I know that a one lost oh, Pac-12 okay. team has never been left out. Okay, there we go. I I, I think it. The likelihood of them running the table, I think, is gets a little dicier. But let's say they did. I think if there was ever a year. The way the SEC is shaping up with the addition of Tennessee, and if Clemson runs the table, this would be that year, and they would point to that Georgia game. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, that, they would. That's, then that's like that's where I start to squint. Like, eh. but if Oregon does run the table here, they put the onus on the selection. Right? Yeah, and I mean, you can make the argument on Oregon's side. Well, for Chip Kelly, it is you finally get your marquee win. You get your. You get your hang your hat on not just one but two of them in the same season because you got UCA, you got Utah at home and you won that football game and that was a slobber knocker and you flexed on them. You did it against UW as well. They, I think this is a hey, we are for real. And with Chip, he's not a great recruiter, but you win games like this on the road, all of a sudden your program starts recruiting for itself. For Oregon, look, you can make this argument. It's huge for them because. This is your second real test of the season. We thought that BYU was. That turned out not not to be the case because BYU has taken a step back. Um, The one top 10 team that you have faced that's been a bona fide has been Georgia. And you can have for Dan Lanning a a marquee victory Mm -hmm. for your your team. On top of that, if if you follow Andrew Nemec, you see the recruit list that's going down. And remember that when Kayvon Thibodeau took his visit to the University of Oregon, it was against UW. It was with Die scoring, and or is it C.J. Verdell scoring to beat UW, and the crowd went wild. The fans rushed the field. Kayvon was celebrating, and that was a he, he even said it. That was a huge moment for him in his in his recruitment of being part of that environment. We can talk all we want about how. Like in NIL has swayed it a bunch, okay, and where guys go and where they end up landing. That is a fact and that is a truth. But if you have an opportunity to have NIL to go with these high end recruits to go along with a big win on a big stage in front of an incredible environment with college game day there, that goes a long it way. It comes, it brings everything together, and you can, you know, 
you can make convincing, good, great, fantastic arguments for both teams. Yes. The only argument that you can, I think, put above the other one is that UCLA would be, remain undefeated. That, to me, is the one that uplifts it all. But for Oregon, mm-hmm. from their angle, it's a recruiting win. It's a, it's a marquee win. It's a, it's a real pelt on the wall for Dan Lanning. It's establishing a, a trend, I think, that they, they have kind of bucked, really, since Chip left, mm-hmm. of the inconsistencies in the bigger games. And I think all of those things, they mean so much for this program kind of going forward. Because after the Georgia game, there were some rumbles like, is Dan Lanning prepared? I think he silenced most of that. He puts this one up on the wall, college game day, all the the pomp and circumstance, the top 10 matchup at home in his first year. All of that stuff goes away. Well, and it's be- you're also beating Chip. Yeah, and, and, that's, and, <laughs> you're exactly. and you're beating the last guy who laid that groundwork for taking care of those wins. And I think that on the flip side of this, you look at what landing if it if this plays out and it's not a it, it goes ugly for you, then all of a sudden people do uh, this question. We know how fans react. And the, it, will it be legitimate? No, but you can look at you know a, a fan base and naysayers saying. Look, the two good teams you played, you got boat raced by. Fair or not, they, that's it. I don't. I think this game is going to be close. I don't think you see a landslide either way in it. But the fact of the matter is, this one is huge for both of these programs. I tend to agree with you. I think it, it is. A, it is a more important win for UCLA because of the fact that there is an expectation that Oregon wins these games. Yep. And it, with the Chip, it could be the final. Hey. No, we have arrived. We can do it at home. We can also take our show on the road as well because that is where he got believers when he was at Oregon is mm-hmm. not not just playing in Autzen Stadium, but can you take it outside of outside of Autzen? Do you travel? And take those big wins. Yeah. And that is going to be the big test for UCLA. And I think that you can have that arrival moment for Dorian Thompson-Robinson as a, as a legitimate Heisman contender if he goes on the road in front of a national audience and takes care of a very good Oregon team. Oregon is a very good team. UCLA is a very yes. good team. This can be one of those ones where you sit there and it opens up a ton of eyes across the coast, from coast to coast, not just on the West Coast, that UCLA is a force to be reckoned with. They are good. What's really interesting about this, DTR, if he has a game like he had against UW, where he's just making guys look silly in the backfield or on on you know extended plays or making the deep throws, making the right reads, and, and the highlight reels, he can really do something that puts mm-hmm. him on the Heisman map. What's really interesting about all of this, though, if you look at Bo Nix's numbers, outside of the Georgia game, he's one of the best-rated quarterbacks in the country. He absolutely is. So, so is DTR. <laughs> but, we, but we talk about DTR like that. We yeah. don't talk about Bo Nix like that. Yeah. What if Bo Nix is the guy that goes out there and goes ham this weekend? That's nuts. What does that do for his storyline? What does that do for the Ducks? What does that do for them kind of going forward? Because Bo Nix is looked at as like, and even I, I did it yesterday when we started talking about it. Well, you know, DTR is getting the love, but you start getting into the nitty gritty of it. Nix is right there with DTR numbers wise. You know, there is a very interesting part of of Bo Nix's success, though, and why he is as good as he has been over those last few weeks, and that's something that um, we can get into because he has been clean, he has been upright. He was even even against Georgia, he was, and that's what made those four critical air throws that much worse. Is that you had time in that game. Will pressure get to him in this situation? Mm-hmm. 
And that that is the important thing there is you have got a guy that he was kind of seeing ghosts against Georgia. And Georgia's defense, Georgia's speed, they were impressive. But he had time to throw. And you look at it, Oregon moved the ball very effectively against Georgia. It was Bonix panicking and locking on guys that made it exponentially worse. It was the four critical air throws that we talked about. Right, the two interceptions, the one where he almost got Chase Cota killed, and then <laughs> God, the I forgot that, about that play. The, the interception that where was he dropped, stared down the second guy. Yeah, yeah, and and that is that is where you, you look at. He has cleaned those up every single week. The University of Oregon is the only team in the country that has given up one sack this year. The only team in all of college football. They've got the biggest test that they have had since that Georgia game coming to town tomorrow. That is something that we are going to talk about as this show goes on. Uh, also, I want to dive into Oregon UCLA. Is the weather does it benefit one team? Does it benefit Oregon? Hmm. Okay, does we got it? that later. We got that later in the show because there's a compelling argument that no, it doesn't. But coming up next, did the 49ers just plant their flag in the NFC West? Here's Russ with SportsCenter. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A. AIR.com. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Football Friday, everybody. Uh, last night, just kind of as, a, as an offshoot, I, I had my double screens going on with my... Astros taking a 2-0 series lead over the Yankees in the ALCS. Suck it, New York. Mm. And I had Thursday Night Football on because I'm a glutton for punishment. But we had touchdowns going on. On on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Oh, that that video of Andy Dalton looking so dejected, and then you see the... Defender just going up and over the top and doing his flip into the end zone. It's perfect. Oh, so no, it's, fantastic. It, it, it's it, a shot of the year. It is one of the best things. Like, and it, it, it works so well for Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. It works so well for Andy Dalton. It's, it's just like, It's oh, great because man. it wasn't Andy Dalton's fault. Yeah. But if you want to sum up Andy Dalton's career in a, in a three-second video, that's it. That is, is it? it. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's not fair because he was a good quarterback. He is Tennessee. very good. 
very good. In Cincinnati, he w- he he got them to the playoffs. Absolutely. He, but it's he also was a pro like, bowler too. It's also like so many times where you're just like he's so good and then it's just sadness. Yeah. No, sadness. Cuz those were those bungle teams were they bungled a lot. Do you remember when Buffalo like raised like $40,000 for his charity because he lost a game? Yep. That sent Buffalo or or was it they beat it. They won a meaningless game that sent the Bills oh, to the, the playoffs. playoffs. Like yeah. that is that is Andy Dalton winning a meaningless. He's you know what he is, Kirk Cousins. No, he's not that. No, it's just not nice. No, he's not that. What do you mean? He he did better than that. He did. He How did many playoff wins does Andy Dalton have? And I know that it's a team game. It's a team game. Andy Dalton is very good. And Andy Dalton, just like Kirk Cousins, he's good. He's really good. Um, But you also look at it and you go, huh, there's a lot of clunkers in there too, my man. Uh, He has thrown for 36,000 yards in his career. That is so good. His touchdown to interception ratio in his career, uh, let's see here, 233 to 139. That's good. Yeah, I mean. That's good. Don't, that's good. Don't's good. Co- career right? completion percentage, 62%. Okay. Uh, for that era, good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now do we want to go into his postseason? Yeah, well, what are his postseason numbers? How, how bad is it? Okay. He's 0-4 in the postseason. Uh, he completed 55% of his passes, only 873 yards. In four games, so he's right around like two hundred and two hundred sub like two twenty five a game or something like that two or two fifteen and change, uh, with one touchdown to six interceptions in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oof. So when the when it matters the most, he uh, he choked. Yeah, it's not good. But Andy, Dal- but still. I take Andy Dalton over a lot of guys. I take, and Andy that's Dal- kind of that's I kind still of Kirk take Cousins him. Too. I still take him over Kirk Cousins. You know why? Yeah, why? Because he's more likable. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, and he is likable. And he, I, I do, I genuinely do believe he, he at his peak is better than Kirk Cousins at his peak. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just. Well, my oh my oh my. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a conversation to have. Um, but, but that he really is at the Mendoza line, isn't he? He's that he. Um, but his numbers, just like Kirk Cousins, they're great. You look at his you career his, numbers are insane. You want to do a side by you can do a side by side by with Kirk Cousins too, and I bet they're pretty. I bet they're pretty even when you look at it. See, I I said this yesterday. Kirk Cousins does this to us. I don't want to. Why do we let this happen? We can't let this happen. And here's the big difference between Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton is Kirk Cousins and how much money he gets. That's the big difference. That's the biggest difference right there. Is Andy Dalton. We know what Andy Dalton is, which is he's a he's a good quarterback, but he shouldn't be paid like one of the best. And Kirk Cousins is paid like one of the best. I'm running the side by side right now, uh, their of their entire careers. Yeah, and they're because they're only a year apart, 2012 and 2011. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, Andy who, Dalton also seems older. Who has the higher completion percentage? Who? Dalton. Uh, Cousins. Kirk. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-seven oh, percent. See, see, this is it. Okay. Who has more yards? Well, it's going to be Dalton because he just started longer. Yep. Yeah, Thir- but it's close, thirty-four to thirty-six. See, uh, who has more touchdowns? 
probably Dalton. It's because, it's same. disgustingly close. Two thirty-two to two thirty-three. <laughs> Dalton. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh. played. He's played a lot more too. Yeah. It's. it's 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 way too close. Like their their yeah. their rush yards per attempt, their yards per pass, their sack yards. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. See, it's just how close it is. Doesn't that make you? And I don't like that. <sighs> I don't like that one bit. But he was supposed to be a backup this year. Is a big difference too with Andy Dalton. True. That's it. He wasn't even. He was, he was supposed. To, James Winston's supposed to be the starter there, and he looked very sad. But during that game. Al Michaels just subtly <laughs> announces that per ESPN's Adam Schefter, Christian McCaffrey's been traded to the 49ers. And all you hear from Herb Street is, oh. Like, like oh, that's a that's an interesting little tidbit that you had there. No, that, that might is, drop in, Monty. That is a that is a monumental trade that we have going on in the NFL. As yesterday, the Carolina Panthers sent Christian McCaffrey to uh, uh, San Francisco for a second-round pick, third-round pick, and fourth-round pick in 2023, and then a 2024 fifth-round pick. Christian McCaffrey is now joining the San Francisco 49ers. That's a massive move in, in, in the NFL and kind of shifting the landscape of a division that is 3-3, three 3-3, and 3-3, three, three and, three, three and, three, and now 3-4 and four Arizona Cardinals. When was the last time they got this far into a season and the entire division had three wins or had the same hmm. amount of wins? Uh, it happened. It ha- the AFC North is, like, built for that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's it, always it happens, three teams. It happens yeah, often because it, it, the NFL's built for 500, but in the in the NFC West... There's usually this, a separation of power. This truly is a up-for-grabs division, injury-riddled uh, Rams team, an injury-riddled 49ers team, a pesky little rebuilding Seahawks team, and then who the hell knows what the Cardinals are. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury yelling at each other yesterday on the sidelines. But you have San Francisco say, okay, no, we're going to push all in. Injuries be damned to our secondary. We're going to go and get one of the most versatile players in the NFL and Christian McCaffrey. I still, when that trade came across, I was outside barbecuing. Mm. I left my phone inside. I came back in and saw it, and I was just like, huh? Because, I mean, that was the last team. The team that's missing 10 or 11 starters and has injuries everywhere, mm-hmm. trading for the most injured running back outside of J.K. Dobbins was not what I saw coming. Yeah, he missed 22 of 33 games in 2020 and 21. Mm-hmm. He... Has been healthy all year this year. He's been, he's missed a ton of practices, but he's been on the field. And prior to that, and, and this is an interesting thing, though, because he this past year mm-hmm. has has taken in the advice of Marshall Falk, who was injury riddled at the early mm-hmm. portions of his career, and then changed his diet and his uh, conditioning routine. Marshall Falk famously never practiced no. for the Rams. The greatest show on turf. He, he was it, there. It, it just happened. But he wasn't there. Yeah. It was get Marshall to Sunday and then watch Marshall go. The Iverson effect. But he was always around. I mean, it's not like he was, you know, mm-hmm. Tom Brady and it going to weddings and stuff in the middle of the day. He was always present around. He just wasn't going through stuff because save your body. Yeah. Save those hits. And I, I wonder if that's the pra- the lack of practice for McCaffrey this year is 
that advice from Marshall Falk of, hey, this is how you save your body throughout the course of a 17 We've taken Thursdays off now. Yeah, and, and you want to be primed and ready to go. He has been available for Carolina this year. And now I think the big thing with, with him going to San Francisco, too, is the fact that you're not going to ask him to be what he was in Carolina. You're, gonna, you're not going to ask him to be every single down. We need you to be our offense and the engine that runs it. Because of the fact you have George Kittle, you have Debo Samuel, you have Brandon Ayuk, you, you have plenty of options around you to where you're going to use Debo and Christian McCaffrey almost in the same vein, which it's good. It, that is nightmare fuel for defensive coordinators around the league because you don't just have to deal with one versatile guy where you have to know where he is at all times where you can line him up. As the the solo X receiver on one side of the field, you can line him up in the slot. You can motion him into the backfield. You're shifting, moving him in every single way possible. You have two of those guys you have to worry about. That is terrifying. The different juxtapositions that Shanahan has with 10 personnel, 11 personnel, 12 personnel, 21 personnel, 22 yep. personnel. I mean, McCaffrey, Debo, 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 Ayuk, Juszczyk, they're kind of all interchangeable. And Kittle, I'm sorry. They're, they're, mm. Juszczyk obviously being the least interchangeable yeah. of them, but like the way that they deploy them, you can quite literally put Debo in the backfield, McCaffrey split out, mm-hmm. Juszczyk back there as a wide receiver, uh, run blocker, pass blocker. You can split Kittle out. I mean, there's a million. You, put, you could go full house backfield with Kittle, McCaffrey, and Debo, and what the hell do you do with that? Pray. I mean, quite literally, what the hell do you do with that? That's, and then you've got Ayuk split out wide, and you go, and you motion one out. You motion mm-hmm. two out. You reset your formation. I mean, there's just how many cross-match, mismatch, weird scenarios are you going to end up putting teams in? I think that that is going to be, and if there's a coordinator that you want it with, it is a guy like Kyle Shanahan. But there's also one other thing at play here, and it may be the most influential reason to make this trade next on the fan hello yeah it's been a while not much how about you this is a football friday edition of danny and dusty brought to you by the odyssey app on 1080 the fan you know part of the christian mccaffrey trade that we were talking about from an X's and O's standpoint, if he can stay healthy, he is a game changer for that offense, and they become that much more explosive. And if they, as they slowly but surely get healthier on the defensive side of the ball, you do a little knock on wood for all you Niner fans out there. Um, he becomes this this team becomes one of those contenders in the NFC. But the other thing at play here is that if you feel your roster, when healthy and all things are clicking is a Super Bowl contender. You want to take away any assets that are are out there for anybody else. And I think what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan were looking at was down in L.A., the whole F them picks mantra. Mm -hmm. San Francisco BT-dubs has only two picks in the draft coming up. But here's something (laughs) I I want to point out before we dive too much into this. Do you know what the 49ers did have? A bunch of com- compensatory picks? Yes, yeah. six of them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That allows them, the capital, to be able to do something here and still have some wiggle room to the point of, like, not exhausting everything. Yeah. Now, that is a, that's an interesting one because they got the compensatory picks because of following the Rooney rule and having minority hires. And what happened is there's a rule in the NFL that if you have minority hires hired away from your organization mm-hmm. and they get promoted – you basically get draft picks for developing yeah. minority developing coaches. Developing a pipeline for minority coaches. And Mike McDaniel falls into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Sala is, is one as well. Uh, There's that, one other one here I'm missing. Uh, but, and I think he, he left for a coordinator position, and it's, oh, man. Um, anywho. But three coaches. Three coaches, minority coaches that they developed into and gave them you know their wings and let them fly and got promoted, they get compensatory picks for that. So that's where a lot of these are, are coming from in the McCaffrey trade. Um, but it also is, if you're looking at Les Snead and Sean McVay, who they need weapons, they need help, it's not a receiver or running back. Well, well no, back no, it is Akers, Akers, is, yeah. Akers is cooked. Now, it is at running back, but with their offensive line, they got bigger issues than just not having a good running game. But you also you kept them out. Of the 49ers and Bills' hands. Well, you kept him out of Buffalo. You kept him out of Mike McDaniel potentially looking and going, I could use another weapon. I, I would like this. Yeah, because that would be another system that you sit there and you go, oh, weapon upon weapon upon weapon. Would they really need him? No. But you look at Buffalo desperately needs someone, teams in your division um, that have been active. Arizona's been very active in the trade market as well. You're keeping them out of your your enemy's hands as well, and you're helping your team out. He would have been something in Kansas City too. Yes, he would. Oh have. Jesus! I oh God! Just, yes, he would have. Please no. But this is this is a savvy move on a bunch of levels for the San Francisco 49ers. It also it makes sense because I, I don't know how they're going to do it moving forward with the salary cap. Because Christian McCaffrey is going to get some money. He, no, he he gets money yeah. next year and the following year. His base salary this year is only a little bit over a million dollars. You love to see all the twists and turns of base salaries in the NFL. Yep, but his cap hit next year is like $15 million, and then it jumps to like $19 million or something like that. Which, I don't know those numbers directly, but I'll, I'll look them up. But again, it down. It's, 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 as much as it is, if he's healthy, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it, but how do you pay everybody else? Because you, you're still... In that situation where you're just hoping by 2025 when he he gets a big time bump in his pay, he's moved the on. salary. No, the salary cap is through. The it's pro- well, it's probably going to double honestly by then. But also the other part of that is you hope maybe you can get Jimmy G's 27 million dollar cap hit off your books entirely and have a rookie deal quarterback only in Trey Lance. Hey 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 hey. Errol. So the one side that you look at now is Carolina, and. With Carolina, this is the ultimate signal of we are waving the white flag. Just don't ask their GM, Scott Fitterer. I hate it when they do this. No, I think uh, what we've had to figure in what's best for the organization, like I was saying. Um, our focus is still going on and going out and competing every weekend. We, ex- we expect to win. That was uh, coach's mindset this weekend. <laughs> you know, the NFL is a, it's a business where you, you lose guys, you know, whether it's injuries, trades, whatever happens. The expectation of winning never changes. Those guys in the locker room fight too hard. They work too hard every day. So we owe it to them. Uh, that's our expectation as an organization is to go out and win every game. I don't think it is. I, I think that this is the ultimate. 
all right, we're we out, we're done because you've traded Robbie Anderson after a sideline meltdown. You have now traded Christian McCaffrey. You your weapons are DJ Moore, LaVisca Chenault, who's injured, Dante Foreman. That's it. Anyone? Any, Anyone? Ian Thomas is your tight end. Again, this I, I don't know why this this has become so prevalent, not just in sports, but politics. Just deny, 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 deny. Well, you can't say you're tanking, and that that was it. Is that the you know the reporter asked use the use the T word? Well, then you sh- you can shift it into no. We're we're focused on yeah. developing our younger players. Yeah. Yes. There's 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 there, you you can't say the T word. Yeah, no yeah, matter no, what no, it no. is. But you if you're too dumb to be able to say that you're yeah. still competing and yeah. not developing, yeah. like. Not, there's not a person on this planet that believes you, so why not get a little bit of yeah. little something? What we your... are doing is trying to develop our talent or develop our young guys moving yeah. forward, and we still expect them to go out and compete every day. Yeah, that's not wow, Dusty. Would you like to be general manager of the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I would assume that Scott Fitterer makes more money than me. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's not every time I hear one of these idiots get up there and do this, it's like. Listen, man, you may know the, the, the CBA of the NFL and player structure and, and value rate and all this stuff better than anybody, but you are dumb as a box of rocks when it comes to getting in front of a microphone. Spend 30 seconds yeah. before you get up there to have something remotely close to what you know is coming. Mm. If you, He could have also said, have you guys seen Christian McCaffrey's availability? We've been playing without him for two years anyways. Honestly, if you, but I mean, like seriously, you could you could go a million different ways. Like we we're we're used to playing without. Like if you wanted to be salty about it, if you wanted to have a little side eye joke about it, like fine. But that's that's what I mean. Like there was the whole idea of like you're going to be competitive. You suck now. Yeah, you're arguably the worst team in football. It's between you and Chicago. I don't think it is anymore. But now with McCaffrey gone, it probably is you. So this whole idea of we're going to compete. No, you're not. No, you're not. Stop. I just this kind of stuff pisses me off. It. I can you, hear. You don't have to win press conferences, but s- just stop with this. I mean, we get enough of it stop right now. Losing them. Well, not just that. It's it, exactly. I, it, it's political ad season, so it's just this <laughs> endless barrage of just making BS up. Uh, these are I. I we haven't had a political ad season oh. quite this bad in, in quite some time in the state of Oregon. It is every Endless. lame stereotype, and it's relentless. Every commercial, it's like fear mongering and dun 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 dum. They want to kill my family. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are but, we ta- What are we doing here? But it's just like it ignores the root of everything <laughs> and like what's actually being discussed. And obviously, this politics is so much more serious than football. Yeah. But when you get up there and just boldface deny and lie and. I'm so tired of it, and like to tie it all back to locally, having Cronin on on Monday on on the podcast. Yeah, no, we're we're not where we want to be, but we're, we're here's where we hope to be. Like, get up there and sell a little bit of hope. You're one in five. You just gave away or you traded away the face of your franchise. Yeah, they just did give hope. It's uh, you're going to try to compete, we're win in every game. Yeah, exactly. Win every game, exactly. With Steve Wilkes. Yeah, it, that's my point. Oh. Stop Stop selling that BS and go to the whole idea of, listen, we've got some young guys here we want to take a look at. We're not where we want to be. Stick with us. We'll be where we want to be soon. 
It's it's really not that hard. It isn't. Because you know what happens there? No. There's not a fan in there that gets pissed off. Mm. There's not. That's true. Like, if, if you're genuinely honest with fans because you just traded away the best player you have and mm. maybe your franchise's history, and you go and say, we're going to continue to win? That's no. not good. No. Just Doesn't stop. Do it. Doesn't do it. Okay. <clears throat> End of rant. The Niners may have uh, stake claim to the NFC West. I got one for you, though. What if the Seahawks go down to L.A. and beat the Chargers? Danny Dusty on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.